Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Thursday, the 14th day in September of 2024. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Thursday. We're going to start with Telegram. There's a bit of controversy after Telegram has experienced an attack a distributed denial-of-service attack aimed at disrupting Telegram service. And this comes by way of a hacktivist collective known as Anonymous Sudan. Now, some people think it's strange that Sudan has a hacktivist collective um, as part of Anonymous. Microsoft tracks this group as Storm-1359. And some researchers believe that this is actually just a front for Russia-controlled activity. At the end of the day, what happened is that Anonymous Sudan was banned from Telegram for violating the terms of service by using bots. On the 8th of September, after this occurred, the group decided they were upset and decided to DDoS Telegram for daring to ban the criminal group. What you need to know is that regardless of whether Anonymous Sudan is in Sudan or a Russian front or some combination of both, they were upset with Telegram, they launched a denial of service attack, may have reduced your ability to access Telegram in the short term or made it slow, but overall this is uh, somewhat minimal impact, but it goes to show that criminals use Telegram, that Telegram can violate or terminate, rather, the services of those users who violate their terms of service. So if you are a criminal or thinking about criminal activity, just know that you could be banned from various platforms. And although you might be upset and launch a DDoS, ultimately it's going to have very little impact on the decision made in those cases. We're going to move from Sudan to Airbus. Airbus is a huge company, manufacturer of aerospace products, specifically airplanes, and they have been informed by a cybersecurity firm known as Hudson Rock that they might have had a data leak. Hudson Rock interfaced with a criminal that goes by the moniker USDOD, that's a play on the United States Department of Defense, and the hacker claims to have details on a huge number of vendors that Airbus uses and does business with. And the threat actors or criminal appears to have information on over 3,000 individuals associated with these vendors, which would include their job titles, addresses, email, etc. This doesn't mean that Airbus had a cybersecurity breach. That data could have come from one of their vendors. So there's still some vetting of the details of this to come. It did come from a criminal who could have gotten it from anywhere, including other criminals who may or may not have lied about where the data came from. But the cybersecurity research is difficult. Hudson Rock is trying to do the right thing. And so if you are a vendor of Airbus or work for someone on a contract that involves Airbus, just know that criminals might have your information. It's unclear exactly where it came from or when it was leaked or exactly what numbers or details of your information were potentially leaked. So stay tuned for more, but know that Airbus might be the nexus of a cybersecurity data breach. We're going to move from the sort of East Asia and North Africa to France. We're going to go 
to the Agence Nationale de Frequence. This is essentially um, the organization in France that monitors and determines frequencies and their impact on humans. And they recently have published a pretty damning report about Apple products, specifically the iPhone 12. This organization in France known as ANFR found that the radiation as measured by SAR, which is a specific absorption rate, say that the 141 iPhone 12s that they tested in the French market were 43.5% above the values that are acceptable by French standards. Now, the French standards are actually higher than the U.S. standards, and so it's logical to assume, by extension, that iPhone 12 users in the United States are also exposed to higher than what is the quote-unquote legal limit for specific absorption rate values. So, in short, France is saying that Apple needs to withdraw iPhone 12 smartphones from the French market. Unclear exactly how they will force existing users to give up their iPhone 12s if they like them. But that may or may not happen because Apple might be able to reduce that SAR value by pushing firmware updates that change how the phone uses power. Power consumption is what generates radiation. And no, this isn't the kind of radiation that's going to turn you into the Hulk or kill you, but it could have negative health impacts long term. That's why these values are set to help reduce the chances that manufacturers of devices like Apple iPhones or other telecommunication devices don't bombard the world with radiation that could cause harm that we haven't yet uh, investigated or conducted scientific studies against. So bottom line, Apple's in a bit of hot water because of the radiation from the iPhone 12 in France. Unclear if they'll fix it by just removing the iPhone 12 from the market or if they'll try to push an update that will reduce the overall SAR value to within acceptable limits. And we're going to fly eastward back to Poland, where the Polish government is having a bit of a tit-for-tat, raising some ethical questions about cyber surveillance, specifically when it comes to tools, notably the Pegasus tool. The Pegasus tool is a spyware tool that is sold legally to governments, and it has come under a lot of fire because many governments and criminals have used it to spy on individuals, targeting things like journalists or political opposition. And the Poland Senate, which is an opposition controlled compared to the rest of the government, says that's exactly what happened in 2019. They claim that Pegasus spyware was used illegally at that time to spy on opposition leaders, enabling the vote to be cast in support of the current party. They say that this constitutes a gross violation of constitutional standards, and they believe that it invalidates the 2019 election. Now, when this report is coming out is very interesting because in October, just next month, there are some elections in Poland. There's some political discourse about how that vote will go. And so the current party says that they operate within all of the prescribed pathways to conduct these kinds of surveillance necessary for national defense and uh, fighting crime, for example. And that this is only a study because the Senate is worried about the elections. They're using it as a tool themselves with no basis. So what you need to know is that 
Pegasus is pretty damned elsewhere around the world for its use, the abilities that it provides the existing government to spy on individuals. And by its nature, it's covert, so it's difficult to know when it's being used and against whom. And unfortunately, that raises ethical questions about how governments are using it. A lot of governments, democratic or not, as in Poland, as in places like the United States, have a vested interest in remaining in power, generally because they make money. But at the end of the day, that vested interest in staying in power might lead to abuse of tools like Pegasus, and so it is likely that the Polish government will review how these tools are used, purchased, and whether they should be used or purchased at all. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding day. It's going to be a great one, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the camp goes to a young man from Indonesia. Sam Ben Chajibit is getting a sincere tip of the camp for starting something called the Sungai Watch. Now, the Sungai Watch was created by Sam as a desire to help reduce plastic pollution, an increasing problem in Indonesia that is clogging waterways, creating health issues, and having a negative impact on the ecology. And since its institution, Sungai Watch has cleared over 2.6 million pounds of plastic pollution from Indonesian waterways and rivers, meaning that water can flow more cleanly, more freely, supporting humans, the beauty of the earth, and wildlife. So to you, Sam, for your dedication to the ecology and the beauty of nature, a sincere tip of the cap, and please keep on Sungai Watching.